The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Chorus Entertainment. And happy Sunday to everyone out there. Welcome to Your Life, Your Money. Here I am, Chris Creston. I'm joined, as always, by Kelvin, the money guy. He's one of the top financial advisors in the country. I'm not just saying that. That is a, a, a ranking that he has achieved multiple times. You can always visit his website, askkelvin.ca. That's ask K E L V I N.ca. Or you can give him a call, 416-457-7526. That's 416-457-PLAN. Don't worry, I will be giving out those uh, coordinates multiple times throughout the show so stay tuned if you didn't get a chance to jot that down uh we talk on the show about uh, that sort of convergence point between the light your life and all the things that you're busy doing and all your dreams and aspirations and your money and how to make sure that that money is working for you to make sure that you've got you know, the best today and the best tomorrow for yourself and your family and obviously a big Time for families as it is Easter Sunday. Happy Easter to everyone out there. Happy Easter to Kelvin. How you doing? Yeah. Hey, Chris. Yes. Happy Easter. Jeez. Can't believe it's Easter already, eh? Man, I know. It always uh, sneaks up on you somehow. Yeah. The weather looks nice. Uh, looks like uh, the week's going to be a nice golfing week, probably. Everything. Yeah. Courses are opening up. Yeah. Exactly. So. You know, this is the time. This is the springtime. We've got finally some nice weather. Yeah. Uh, Finally, some uh, some time to get outside and uh, maybe not have to overdress. I was at the, <laughs> but it's also a time you're not quite sure. You know, I went out in the morning yesterday, and by the time the afternoon rolled around, I was walking around the Home Depot in a coat and a toque, and people were looking at yeah. me like, "Where did he just roll out from?" Because <laughs> they're well, all April in shorts. A, yeah, April is a really cool month. You know, I mean, uh, baseball starts. Hockey start, hockey playoffs, basketball, play- everything that we, everything that us guys like uh, is on exactly. April. So, yeah, a lot of stuff, know. a lot of, uh, a lot of things. You know, calling you outside, but then the TV <laughs> keeps calling you back inside. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. I hear so, so, yeah, no, yeah. no, I'll get to it. I'll get to it, and then we get to abandon all the projects we haven't finished inside the house to finish some outside the house. <laughs> uh, but that is part of the fun of being. Uh, being a, you know, a, a, a person with a home, a person with a lot of yeah. uh, responsibilities, but a person with a lot of opportunities as well. And, uh, you know, you uh, probably feel like you're being pulled in multiple directions, and is, especially if you've got a family, you're worried about them, worried about what uh, mm-hmm. what they need, worried about uh, where they're going to be uh, if you're not around. And uh, right. that's why, you know, one of the things that uh, we're going to be talking about today is insurance and, and life insurance. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's funny, you know, life insurance is uh, one of the pillars of financial planning. In, in fact, it should be critical illness and life insurance should be part of your financial plan. And many of us don't talk about it. Many of us don't think about it, I guess, because we associate um, insurance with death, just like a will. Some people say you know, they don't want to do a will because they associate with dying. But it's going to happen one of these days to, to us, right? You know, I mean, there's no bet when you will die, but but no one, you know, no one knows when. It could be today, tomorrow, 50 years from now into the future. But eventually it's going to happen. 
So we in our financial planning business always talk about the stock markets going up and down and TFSAs and Liras and taxes and blah, blah, blah. But we seldom talk about life insurance. Um, and when I and, and it's funny, when I talk to people that come to see me from these shows, you know, many people buy life insurance. What I found is from a friend or a family member or somebody that just got their license. That's how they that's how they get their life insurance. So they don't they don't buy life insurance. It's sold to them. Right. Um, which is a good thing. I mean, it's better to have some than none. But do you have the right do you have the right policy for you? Life insurance is very confusing in the sense that there's term, there's all kinds of term policies, whole life, universal life. You know, our, our industry has a whole bunch of acronyms, right? Like RIFs and LIFs and yeah. term insurance and whole life. And nobody knows what it is. <laughs> exactly. Um, so I thought we'll take the hour and dissect, you know, the first half an hour and dissect what life insurance is. And in the second half, maybe talk about critical illness insurance, which in my opinion, critical illness, I mean, they're both important, but uh, I think critical illness in this world that we live in is, is maybe a little bit more important, I think, in my opinion, anyhow. So, yeah, so so life insurance is something, you know, um, like I say, you should add as part of your financial plan. So um, if you're talking to your planner or if you don't have one and you give Kelvin a call, hmm, yeah. life insurance is one of the things that you should bring up. Yeah, and, and and if you have your investments with the banks, right? Uh, many people do. It's not wrong with it, but but the light, but the financial advisors at the banks are not li- Many of them are not licensed to sell life insurance. So, like mutual funds, stocks, so on, you gotta have a license. Uh, life insurance is the same thing. So they don't really talk about it, and it's really interesting because when you go to buy when you buy a house, right, um, or you go to apply for a mortgage. They always the bank always says to you, "Do you want mortgage insurance?" And and many people say, "Yeah, sure, they'll take the mortgage insurance," and they have no idea um, what they're getting. And there's nothing really called mortgage insurance; it's just a terminology coined by the bank, mortgage insurance. And when you tick off the box that yes, I want the insurance, the the mortgage insurance, um, there's no underwriting done. So, for example, if you said to, if you said you're a, a um, a non-smoker, but you're a smoker. They don't really care. They tick off the box. But if you die, guess what? They question the policy, and it's not paid out to you. So mortgage insurance. People that have more that are listening and have mortgage insurance, you know, maybe call your advisor and try to buy a life insurance. It's the same thing. Um, how I think about it is is the mortgage insurance. You're insuring the bank that they get their money. A, more, a life insurance is insuring your life to make sure that your family gets the money. And what I mean by that, Chris, is let's say you had a $500,000 um, mortgage, right? And you did it, you know, three years ago, whatever, and your rate, your rate, your mortgage rate is about 3%. Well, God forbid you died today. Um, wouldn't you like your family to get the 500000 and decide maybe not to pay off the mortgage, to invest the money, it'll make more than what the mortgage is? If you had it on your own life, but if you had it with a bank, the bank gets the money. So really have a look at um, at what you got. I think right? that's really an important point because obviously you'd rather have that money in the hands of your family. Well, I, I say obviously. Yeah. I think most people would rather have it in the hands of yeah. their family because there are other bills that may need to be paid. Maybe right. you know, maybe your spouse can 
carry the mortgage, but uh, everything else still needs to be covered. So there's there's other things that need to be handled, and uh, who knows it that better than you know your loved ones and your family. Yeah, and another common thing that I find is that uh, if, when you get a mortgage insurance to the bank, it's typically for the term of the mortgage. So if you got a five-year mortgage, you're going to buy a five-year term mortgage, right? Insurance. Well, in five years from now, if you don't pay off that house, guess what? You're five years older, and when you go to renew the mortgage, well, your insurance rates are going to go up because you're five years older. Right. Because life insurance uh, works on, you know, your age. Uh, how life insurance works in Canada, it depends on many factors, right? Your age, your health, your gender, your occupation, and, you know, what the de desired level of um, coverage is. And price ranges could go from $12 to, you know, a month to like $200 or $300 a month, depending on what you what you buy. So instead of buying a mortgage insurance, buy a term, like maybe a 20-year term. So the, so the premiums never change. In fact, it might go back, it might go down because if you pay down the mortgage, you can reduce the coverage. So again, it's like everything else that we talk about in our financial planning world. We don't think about, we don't think or ask questions about what we should do when it comes to um, you know, retirement and life insurance, critical illness, things like that. You know, think about it. We spend all of our lives building our retirement nest egg, right? And what if we don't get there? What if we died along the way? Then what? Well, and you don't have life insurance. Well, guess mm -hmm. what? Yeah, you know, someone's going to hold hold in the bag, right? So, you know, they did a recent study and what they found is that um, people should spend about 6% of their annual income on life insurance. So is that in this day and age, it's reasonable? I don't know. You have to sit down and adjust and find out what you, you know, do you have life insurance at work for your um, coverage and maybe buy enough to cover that difference? I don't know. So again, it's like everything else. You have to sit down with your advisor and figure out uh, how much you need. Maybe you don't need it at all. I don't know. Right. So, so um, yeah. So saying, over the yeah. years, yeah, life insurance. Of your annual you know, income for, for yeah. your life insurance. And does that change depending on uh, whether or not you've got uh, children or other dependents? Mm -hmm. So if you got if you got kids, they say take an additional 1% of your income and plan to us kids. You know, it's funny for kids, if you have if you're listening, and you have kids, you know, maybe look at a participating life policy. They call it in our world, a power policy. And what it is, it gives you, uh, it provides, you know, future cash for your kids. It creates cash values and so on. On the show, it's really, like, insurance is complicated enough. So I can't really get into a lot of things why, what type you should buy. But if you have kids, maybe look at a participating life insurance. It gives you the freedom, um, you know, to maybe to give them money for education, to buy a home start a business or anything else that you want. And you as the parent have 100% control of the money. So along with RESPs and so on, this is something that uh, people should look into. Um, and like I say, if you don't, it's hard to explain this stuff on on, on our show. It's like cutting hair, right? On the, on the thing, on the radio. But maybe after the break, we'll get into some questions about, you know, how much life insurance do I need and why it's important and so on. Awesome. That's coming up as your life, your money continues here on 640 Toronto. 
Don't forget to reach out to Kelvin anytime at 416-457-7526. That's 416-457-PLAN. And you can visit his website, askkelvin.ca. That's ask askkelvin.ca. Click on the schedule a call link and you have a choice of any time or date, uh, well, within reason, uh, that uh, you can meet with Kelvin and have a chat with him. That's askkelvin.ca. More of your life, your money, continuing here on 640 Toronto. You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Chorus Entertainment. And welcome back to Your Life, Your Money. Thank you so much for making us part of your Sunday morning. Uh, happy Easter to all those celebrating. I should also include uh, Passover and uh, Ramadan, which just passed. A lot of stuff going on this time of year. Not to mention, like uh, Kelvin was mentioning, baseball, Masters, playoffs. So much going on. So much to watch. So much to do. Uh, yeah. So I uh, appreciate everyone out there listening and uh, making us part of their day because I know there's a, a lot of a lot of stuff pulling you in different yeah. directions. <laughs> you know, today we're talking about insurance and how that fits into your financial plan. So it's not all about stocks and bonds and RSPs and TFSAs and investments mm-hmm. there's an investment in your future and your family's future and uh a lot of that falls under insurance and falls under uh, life insurance and uh kelvin we were just talking a little bit about some of the costs of life insurance the different t- kinds of life insurance that you might need but uh, you know one of the things that i'm never quite sure about is you know you know, when you have car insurance, you've got a pretty sort of simple idea. Do you know you have liability, you have collision, right. but how much life insurance do you need? How much of all that do you need? Yeah, so so like everything else, there's a rule of thumb in our in the financial world. Um, a good way to figure out how much life insurance you need is to take your annual income and multiply it by ten. That'll kind of tell you how much you need, and then you look at what it costs and maybe figure out if you can do it or not you know chris a lot of people think life insurance is a scam and the reason i think they think it is because they buy these term policies or they sold someone sells them a term and term policy a 10-year a 20-year term because it's cheap and in 20 years so now you know if you bought it when you're 40 when you're 60 well it expires and you didn't die so it was all right. money so Good news, you didn't die. Bad news yeah. is your uh, life insurance is going to cost more not for the next term. Yeah, so many times you have to relook at your life insurance and say, you know, I bought a term insurance when I was younger because I couldn't afford I couldn't afford it. Mm-hmm. But now I'm a little bit older and I got some more money. Maybe I should convert my term insurance into a whole life. A whole life insurance policy is exactly what it says, a whole life. You get money when you live and you get money when you die. It's really the Cadillac of insurance. That's what it is. You know, it, it invests a portion of your premium so that you can have annual money as you go older. Um, and it gives you, you know, the premiums are adjusted. So there's many things with a whole life that you can get that you can't with a term. Term policies are very easy to, to buy because, like I say, it doesn't cost 
very much and we're and you know how we're very uh conscious about what we you know what we pay but in the long run it could be very costly so have a look at you you know people that are listening go and pull out your life insurance policy i mean it's something we we don't do yeah Um, pull it out and have a look and see when did i buy it how much is my coverage because a hundred thousand dollars you know 20 years ago it's not a hundred thousand dollars today because of inflation and everything else so maybe go pull out the policy and see sometimes um you know i got some calls actually uh every so often from someone saying you know i got a, i bought a term insurance policy 20 years ago and i got a thing from the, from the insurance company saying that my my premium was gonna like quadruple what should i do so before you get to that 20 year maybe have a look at it now and convert it you know wh- why is life insurance important mm-hmm. you know getting life That's, insurance. do you ever get that does a, you ever have a client who's just like you know what like you start talking to him about insurance you say, i don't really need that but mm-hmm. you run into that problem uh yeah something they don't want to talk about uh um, right and yeah because I, they don't see any immediate benefit to it right there's no like an rsp you get a contribute you get a uh savings a refund, today yeah. yeah so i i think that's what what it is but remember life insurance uh gives you a peace of mind right it's a tool that allows you to protect your fa- your family financially you know um i mean i don't think you're gonna die tomorrow but geez who knows so that so the life insurance gives you that peace of mind and and not only that if you're a business owner okay uh there's many advantages to having life insurance because um you know the 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 growth is deferred and you get tax-free dividends uh tax-free benefits from it if you die so many advantages to life insurance not only for the individual but also for business owners um it gives you you know also if you have rsps if you have a whole remember what i always say if you have five hundred thousand dollars in your rsp you really have 250 because half of it when you know both of you die goes to the government Mm-hmm. So why wouldn't you buy a joint last-to-die insurance for whatever your tax liability will be and move mm-hmm. on? So, so you know, calculate your, if you have investment properties, right? Uh, life insurance, uh, um, RSPs, figure out what, what, if you die today, what would be the tax, what would be the taxable on your, on your estate? And buy the appropriate amount of insurance and they call it a joint last to die so the premium so the policy is only paid up when the last spouse dies so it's a little bit cheaper but at least it protects the estate so it can transfer to the next generation right so those, right yeah so so you know life insurance is an asset right people That's think of it as oh i'm just gonna buy all this i'm gonna pay all this money to get nothing but life insurance policies are considered an asset when they have cash value, right? Um, so you know, you look at whole life, universal life, things like that, and it adds to your to your balance sheet um, when you own a business, or you know, um, it just gives you value. That's all. Um, so yeah, so really think about it and go pull out your policy and have a look. How do you choose the right life insurance for you? Yeah, you know, so all of us are different, right? Do you? What do we? <laughs> 
buy. It could be difficult to work out how much you how much uh, you should be spending on your life insurance. You're right. Um, but again, you got to think about you know it gives you a peace of mind. So so how do you balance the cost against the coverage? So maybe maybe today you can only afford a hundred bucks. So whatever a hundred dollars can give you, maybe maybe get that right. It's better to have something than nothing. And over the course of time, um, figure out did I get the right thing five years ago? Mm-hmm. Our lives always improve. Our, we often improve our lives, our financial life. I say every five years or so. So every five years, relook at your life insurance. Right. See what the yeah. It's like everything else, you know, Chris that we talk about in the show. Always constantly review what you have because we forget about it. We 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 buy it, we forget about it. But you really need to go and review because things change. Right? Even if you've got whole life, you should still be reviewing to see where where the, where you are at and what your needs are going to be. Well, in the whole life policy as well, there's investments. So, like mm-hmm. everything else, the uh, the world changes, interest rates, right. things change. So maybe look at the investment that you have in there and maybe um you know look at how it's performing over the years right because it because it is an asset it isn't an, it is an investment fee right when you look kelvin at uh from the beneficiary uh standpoint is the life insurance taxable yeah so life insurance you know it's one of the last things that not that's not taxable upon death <laughs> now, will they change it? I don't know. But uh, if they do change it, they'll grandfather you, so you'll be good. That's but <laughs> yeah, and and that's why I say the life insurance really is great for estate planning, right? Because it covers all the taxes that you have to pay. You know, I went to see a client last week, and uh, he's been a client of mine for a long time. Um, he's now eighty-one and getting dementia, right? So I went to meet the family. And I remember saying to him uh, 20 years ago, 25 years ago, because he has properties and so on, you know, buy yourself a joint last to die insurance policy. No, 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 no. It costs too much. Mm-hmm. So now when we did the math, you know, he, he should have done it because the taxes that he has to pay when something, when, you know, when that day comes is going to be way, way more than what the premiums would have been over a 20 year period. So again, when you look at your, yeah, when you look at your life insurance, maybe spend a little bit more, get like what they call a 20 year pay or a 10 year pay and you're done paying for it and move on. Right. So those are the little things. Yeah. Those are little things that we have to look at that we don't. And you don't want to be looking back uh, and regretting a decision that Mm -hmm. you made and being, you know, that, that classic coulda, shoulda guy. Yeah, exactly. You know, so, so life insurance you know, is a one-time tax-free payment to your beneficiary, right? So you're buying you're buying life insurance for not for you, but for somebody you love, right? So maybe people need to think about it that maybe we need to think about it that way. I'm not buying it for me. I'm buying it for someone else, and make sure it's appropriate for you, right? You know, and when you say it like that, you know, it's interesting. I never really thought about life insurance until I had children of my right. own. So mm-hmm. is that what when's the best time to buy life insurance? Now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because you you don't know we have no idea what's going to happen uh, 
you know, tomorrow, right? Right. Is it going to cost you money? Sure. It's going to, everything costs money, right? But you, you have to allocate some of your money to say, how much do I, I how much do I need? And, and you can, you can figure that out. You know, there's like everything else There's formulas to figure out what you want, but sit down with your advisor if they're licensed to sell uh, life insurance and figure out, you know, how much do I need? What's the cost? And what type of insurance do I want? Do I want a term 10, term 20, term 30, term 100, whole life, participating life? We don't know. But when you have that conversation with your um, with your advisor and you'll figure out what you need, you know, your individual life insurance follows you when you retire and you're no longer insured by your employer, right? So people think, oh, I have life insurance through uh, who works. I don't need it. But what if you got fired that day and you got hit by a bus the same day? Then what? Right? So many things you have to think about. And like I say, we associate life insurance with death. But you shouldn't. You should associate it with someone that you love, that you're buying it for. And I think we need to change our mindset and, and do it that way. Right? Um you know, when, when, like you said, when should I get mm -hmm. insurance? Well, you should purchase life insurance whenever you like, but I think you should get it now. You really have to be proactive in these kind of things, right? Um, you know, life insurance, like I say, is boring. We don't like to talk <laughs> about it. It's, it's not sexy, right? But it's a, it should be a pillar of your financial plan. You should really let we spend all our time worrying about the stock markets going up and down and will I have enough money to retire and stuff like that. But we don't give it any thought to, you know, what if something happens to me prematurely? What happens to all my financial plan? Does it disappear? Does somebody continue it? What happens? So whether life insurance is a smart investment to be may depend on um, what you need and what you want the policy to do for you. Right. So if you haven't given too much thought to life insurance and you're thinking, where do I get started? Who do you call? Where do you, where do you start that, that search? Well, you call your advisor, see if they're a license uh, for life insurance. Some are and some, some are dual license and some are just licensed for, um, so actually maybe after the break, we'll have a little chat about that. How's that? Okay. Awesome. Terrific. We'll talk about that as, the show continues here on Your Life, Your Money, talking about life insurance. Going to be talking a little bit about that uh, critical illness insurance as well. How does that differ? And why does Calvin think that that may be more important than your life insurance policy? You can always ask Kelvin by visiting his website, askkelvin.ca. That's ask K E L V I N.ca. Or you can give him a ring at 416 457 7526. That's 416-457-PLAN. Stay tuned to Your Life, Your Money here on 640 Toronto. You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Chorus Entertainment. And thank you so much for making us part of your Sunday. This is Your Life, Your Money with Kelvin, the money guy. I'm Chris Crest, and I'm the radio guy. You can visit Kelvin's website at askkelvin.ca. That's ask K E L vin.ca or you can give him a call anytime at 
4577526. That's 416-457-PLAN. And uh, this hour, we've been talking about life insurance, why you should be making it a part of your financial plan. And uh, we'll be uh, delving a little bit more into critical illness insurance. But I want to wrap up the conversation we were having, Kelvin, about life insurance. And I was asking you before we took the quick commercial break about who do you call? How do you get a life insurance quote? How do you get, if you don't have it yet and you don't know where to start, how do you get your life insurance? Well, like I say, you call your advisor and see if they're licensed to do it, do a license and they will get you a quote um, for, you know, what type you need. Don't go to these uh, websites and so on because they're so generic and you'll say, they'll answer all your questions. It'll boil down a price and you'll go, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll do it. And when you go to get the insurance, well, it's not what they told you it is. Give me a call if you don't have uh, my team and I will uh, do the quote for you and figure out what's good what's good for you um, and you go from there. So it's very simple. It's a very simple thing. You know, I, I, I think life insurance is important, but I, in my opinion, the most important thing is critical illness insurance. And what is critical illness insurance? Of course, we call it acronym is CI insurance. You know how we have all these acronyms for our industry. Right, gotta shorten it. Gotta make it snappy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you gotta make it feel sexy, right? <laughs> so, CI insurance it pays you a lump sum of cash if you're diagnosed with some serious illness. There's 27 illnesses. The biggies in our in this day and age is stroke and cancer and heart attack. Right, that seems to be what's going on with us today. So, if you get one of those things, the 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 life insurance company will pay, once you're diagnosed by the doctor, will give you a lump sum payment for the amount of coverage that you buy. And it's a, it's a, it's a lump sum and it's tax-free. And what it's for is for if you have some kind of um, cancer that you, know, you need to go away for or you need some treatment or whatever, the money comes in handy that you can spend it on, on whatever you wish, right? Um, so it's, I think it's very important people... Uh, look into that getting a critical illness and how does a critical illness work well i think you should buy one time your income so st uh, studies have shown that if you get stroke cancer heart attack it might not kill you um, but it'll keep you off work for at least six months six to eight months so that's why i say buy one time your salary and what you do is you buy what they call a 20-year pay. So you pay for it for 20 years. And after 20 years, you don't get the stroke, cancer, heart attack, the 27 things. Um, you get all your money back. So imagine you, yeah, imagine you bought car or you can continue the coverage and don't pay anymore until you decide, you know, in the 25th year, you know what? I don't need this anymore. You get all your money back, right? right? It's not an investment. So it's not, the money's not going to grow. But it gives you a it gives you a peace of mind again that if if I got one of these three biggies, at least I have eight months of my bills covered. Right. Right. Or so, I have extra you know, money. To, yeah. You know, worst case scenario, you get sick and you need to actually use it, and you get that money. Or uh, best case scenario, it's a piggy bank, and you've just exactly. sort of stored your money away for a little while. Yeah, you know, so I I did some math, and I and and if you're say you're in your forties, right, or you know late thirties, forties, 
and you have a lump sum of money in RSPs, you know, if you're 40 years old, 100,000 of critical illness, assuming you're in good health or whatever. And, and of course, you can, you should purchase this critical illness when you're healthy because the underwriting or the processing of the application is quite, uh, you know, you got to be totally healthy for this because the life insurance companies are a big, just a, a big uh, liability if right. they don't underwrite it properly. So it's kind of, it's hard to get it. But if you do, it's great to have. And if you so do get it. The best time to get it is when you are young and healthy and you're going to qualify. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And and what happens is if you can't afford it, maybe have a look at how, how can I afford this? Is this really, really important to me? And I think it should be. Maybe fund it from your RSP. Maybe take about take two or $3,000 from your RSP today and fund the um, the premiums. In 20 years from now, if you don't get the stroke, cancer, heart attack, or the other 23 things, take the money and put it back into your RSP. So what did you really, what really happened? Nothing happened. You didn't take away from your future. But what you protect is that if something happened to me, um, I have money to carry on. So it allow me to get to my retirement. So look at strategic ways of doing things. You know, it's not for everyone, but maybe if if you sit down and do the math and figure out what the implications are, maybe it's something that you should do. That's what I so, love about talking to you, Kelvin. You know, it's not just a matter of sort of. Pe- I think it, people get kind of one dimensional about their finances, and they just think, mm-hmm. okay, "Well, this is money in, that's money out," and right. you know, you've you've got some strategy on how to fund some of these things. Yeah, like always, always think outside the box, you know, um, of of what you want to do. And maybe, maybe after the break, I'll, I'll talk about some of the some of the benefits of the critical illness. Um, you know, as we go forward. Awesome. We'll get into that, and we'll learn more about critical illness insurance and uh, what's in it for you. That's coming up on Your Life, Your Money. Don't forget to visit Kelvin's website, askkelvin.ca. That's ask, K-E-L-V-I-N.ca. Or give him a call on the old-fashioned telephone machine, 416-457-7526. That's 416-457-PLAN, askkelvin.ca. More of Your Life, Your Money, continuing on 640 Toronto. You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Chorus Entertainment. And thank you for making us part of your Sunday. This is Your Life, Your Money. I'm Chris Creston, joined as always by Kelvin, the money guy. Excuse me, sorry, a little frog in my throat here here on a spring morning uh as the weather changes obviously uh we get these little little colds little things like that and hopefully knock on wood that's the worst of it but uh for bad really bad health problems there are things like uh critical illness insurance so if you've got you know stroke heart attack god forbid cancer and you are out of commission you know you're you're alive so it's a blessing and you're happy but you're out of commission and you're unable to work Having critical illness insurance is an extremely important part of your financial plan, and that's why Kelvin says it's almost more important and in some ways more, definitely more important than life insurance. And Kelvin, one of the things that I, I wanted to ask you about is, you know, a lot of people have some kind of disability insurance as part of their work, 
benefits and right. stuff like how does this critical illness insurance differ from that kind of disability insurance yeah so many people have disability insurance through the group plan at work but the the difference between critical illness insurance on your, on your disability um is the payout type and frequency so for example if you have if you get critical illness can and i'll use cancer stroke heart attack there's 27 thing right um if you get that, it's a it's a tax free one time payout for one time your income. The disability insurance is a monthly income replacement, so that's a big huge difference. When when do you receive the payment? Critical illness. If you're diagnosed, you get the you you get it right away, lump sum, right away. Uh, the disability insurance. If you're unable to work due to an illness or injury, that's when you'll get the payment. Right, so it's again you're better off with the critical illness or or attach it to your disability. Is there a waiting period? People that have disability uh, disability insurance through work, there's a waiting period, meaning you have to wait thirty, sixty, ninety days. With the critical illness, there's no waiting. In most cases, you get the money right away. How long are you covered for? Well, the critical illness you purchase for life. The disability insurance ends at sixty five, so you really got to think about that, and what can you use the money for a large sum of the money for your critical illness you can pay for exp medical expenses mortgages pay off a debt whatever you wish the disability insurance you just got a you got your monthly expenses covered but what if the additional things that you need so really have a look at critical illness versus your disability insurance okay um and 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 see where you are you know the difference between life insurance and critical illness is the critical illness pays you while you're alive and the life insurance pays your beneficiary so it pays you when you're dead <laughs> for some lack of a better you know, support mm -hmm. one great benefit of the critical illness it gives you what they call best doctors mm -hmm. so for example if you got some type of cancer um and it could only be fixed in sweden right well guess what you get the you get that doctor in sweden to help to fix your problem so that's one of the big thing you can do so critical illness remember you buy you buy it or you pay for it for 20 years and in 20 years from now if you do not have the critical illness you get all your money back it's like buying a car insurance imagine you bought car insurance and you paid a little bit extra, but the insurance company says, if you don't get into an accident, man, I'm going to give you back all your money. Well, was not that a good thing? Sign me up. Yes, please. Yeah. Because yeah, you have nothing to lose. So it's exactly the same thing as critical illness. Everybody should go and call their advisor and see what it costs. Or give me a call and let us figure out what it costs you and always get one time your income. Because statistics tell us that you will be out of work out of commission for six to eight months remember i think it's one in three that gets cancer now i think it's either one in three one in five i forget um but you know a long time ago we we didn't know anyone that had cancer now i think we all know somebody that had some type of cancer right mm -hmm. and not you know, just in you know, the last old people, uh, young people people of i know ages, yeah i know in the last i would say the last three to four years i've had probably four four or five clients that claimed a hundred thousand dollars that got a hundred thousand dollars tax-free um 
So you really, you really need to sit down and, and, you know, and it doesn't cost you anything to apply. Like fill in the form, send it out to the insurance company and see if you get it. If you get it, take it. And, and some, something interesting will happen if you don't get it. What will happen is you have to go through these medical things. And maybe through that, you'll find out, man, maybe something was wrong with me. So maybe it'll help you to fix a problem that you didn't know you had. Right. There's lots of benefits to these things, you know. People just take it for granted that, oh, life insurance, I don't need a critical illness, so I'm never going to get sick. But what if you do? Mm-hmm. And what happens? And if you don't, you get all your money back. So what <laughs> What did you lose? Nothing. Yeah, Everything you know, to gain. And nothing. Yeah. It's a really interesting uh, product. It's a really interesting uh, insurance product because it it, it does pay you back either way mm-hmm. you're you're able to to get that premium back that it's almost too good to be true and and i think you know chris i i heard in the u.s they don't do the critical illness anymore uh, and there's rumors that the insurance companies might stop the critical illness in canada as well um you know because the because covid caused a lot of things that happened right um so so i would say people that are listening reach out to me or your advisor and get a quote for your um, critical illness and life insurance, and see what what it what the what it comes out to be. You might be surprised that it doesn't cost as much as you think it is. And like I say, if it's important to you, then find a way to um, pay for it. Like I say, a great ways take some money out of the RSP for now, pay for the uh, the critical illness. In twenty years, you don't get it. Take the money and put it back in the RSP. What did you lose? You lose some compounding of growth. But what if something did happen to you? What did you what did you lose? Nothing. You gained everything. So, you know, hopefully this hour people learned a little bit about life insurance or got them to thinking about life insurance and critical illness. Like I say, if you don't have it, pick up the phone and call your advisor if they're licensed. If not, give reach out to me and we can uh, my team and I will figure out if it's good or bad for you. Yeah, I know an advisor who's licensed to to handle these things. His name is Kelvin, the money guy. So you can feel free to reach out to him at 416-457-7526. That's 416-457-PLAN. AskKelvin.ca is the website. Ask, K-E-L-V-I-N dot C-A. Kelvin, thanks again for another great Sunday. Happy Easter to everyone out there. And uh, have a great uh, have a great week. We'll talk to you again. Yeah, thanks, Chris. Have a great day. Thanks. Talk to you soon, Kelvin. Again, 416-457-7526, askkelvin.ca. Stay tuned to 640 Toronto. The preceding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Chorus Entertainment.